0: Forty-three Thursday morning. Bernie's on the phone today. They're having technical difficulties, but (laughs) nothing keeps Bernie away, man. Cancer, technical difficulties, it doesn't matter. My partner is uh, the best, the best ever, and uh, he finds a way to to get here and uh, does a great job. So he's on the phone, but he's with us. And joining us right now is a friend of both of ours. Happens to be a friend of mine for, ready for this, 42 years we were in a carpool together. My late father, his late father, and George Small, and Bruce Charrett. He was on Bedford Avenue. I was on Quentin Road traveling to Poly Prep. Here he is, the most famous defense attorney in the country and the most successful, fresh off another huge win in Newark, New Jersey, the great Joseph Takapina. Good morning, Joseph.
1: Hey, Joe. Good
2: morning, Sid. How are you, brother? Hey, Bernie. What's up,
0: lad? There you go. How, you go How are you,
2: pal
0: Good to talk to you. So before we get to the, your latest win, I want to talk to you about this shooting. Now, uh, you've known me for 42 years. The 55-year-old Sid Rosenberg, bald, muscular, tan, covers of magazines, <laughs> That wasn't me 42 years ago. I mean, you remember, I was really skinny, asthmatic, and I got my ass kicked at Polly. I mean, they played a game called sack the quarterback. I was the Jewish guy. that gave me the football. You remember this tack? And all these burly Italian kids would beat the living daylights out of me. I was bullied every day, and it made me miserable. But at no point, at no point did I consider showing up in Diker Heights with a gun and taking out my classmates. So we're going to talk about gun control coming up. But I've been arguing for days there's a much bigger problem. What is going on with our kids that they want to go to schools and kill people? Can you explain that to me?
2: No, you can't. But it it stems, obviously, there's mental health issues, right? I mean, but look, here's the thing. Every country, Sid, has people that have racist views um, or suffer from mental health issues. But in America, it's easier for those people to pick up a gun and shoot someone. It's simple as that. Look, what makes the United States a global outlier when it comes to gun violence is that there are more guns available. It's that simple. More guns equals more deaths. Listen, I understand, you know, th- th- most of your listeners are probably very adamant about, you know, a right to bear arms and whatnot. But enough's enough. I mean, if you just look at the damn numbers, in the last 20 years, the United States has over – and let's just go on mass shootings – has over well over 100 mass shootings. Guys, over 100. The next closest country in 20 years is France with eight, okay? Then we have other countries of two, three, or, or four, and that's it. I mean, it, it, there's obviously something very wrong, very wrong. And so, no, you can't understand why that, piece, that animal would go into a school and shoot those little children, which I can't even look at those pictures. I, I don't know about you guys, but it's—
0: I've been it, saying it, it all it's, day. It's, don't post that no. stuff. Do not post on your Instagram what the New York posted this morning. I find that to be grotesque.
2: Well, I don't, so I don't know what they did,
1: but, a, but yes, yeah, Bernie. Listen, you're right about the uh, availability of guns, and and that lends itself to these mass shootings. So let's just stay on the United States. We have these; uh, the guns are available. That's a fact, and that's the the only reason why it's not happening in other countries is exactly. uh, well, one of the other reasons is because they don't have access to the guns. But there is something going on in society. where you see it even with people, uh, you know that. The wilding in the streets, the smash and grabs, the the crazy violence in, in, uh, in the summer of uh, hate of 2020, where uh, and it just beat the crap out of people for no good reason. Uh, this lack. So so young men growing up today, there's there's no religion in, in life. There's no religion that God has taken out of the schools, taken out of the family. You know, you have a lot of uh, fatherlessness and uh, just a lack of civility in uh, our everyday uh, lives you know like, and uh, of course you have these video games and stuff like that so there's yep. something else going on besides just the availability of guns and i would uh you know attribute that to some of these mass shootings as well
2: oh bernie 100 percent. listen i'm about to sound like my father which you know i still listen to the beastie boys and stuff like that so, so i haven't grown up quite yet but they're <laughs> starting to sound like you know my, my 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 dad which is you know what is going on with with the the young people in our society now. That's right. You're right. I mean listen to the music. Here I go. This is sounding like my dad. Just listen to the music now. I mean the 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 amount of violence and the promoting of violence in, in, in certain genres of music is beyond the pale. Like I'm all into free speech and I'm into look, songs are songs. You can say what you want. I mean, you know, uh, there's a lot of songs out there that that you know are just music and entertainment, but some of this stuff here is crazy. And you're right, you have there's a lack of 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 I think family control There's a lack of parental controls. It, it's it's too much. I mean, it's every week now. Every week you have to hold your breath because some kid who's was Sid, in you know at Poly. It, but they don't have the ability to go back to their parents or have a friend to go to or, or whatnot, and they just they're, they're, they they watch TV, they watch social media where everyone's. Po- I mean, this guy was posting pictures of guns. Okay, so so there is something so wrong with society today, especially with the young children' society that there's no there's no
0: boundaries it no, no like- that, that and- was that was bernie's point just now that's been my overwhelming point for two days look i'm all for stricter gun laws so is bernard make it as difficult as possible i mean the problem becomes oh joe whether you want to realize this or not is that the real problem goes to law-abiding citizens the folks that really should have guns and want guns they can't get them these the kids like this he would have found something illegal don't kid yourself if somebody wants to kill they're going to find a way to kill, whether you get it legally, yeah, but- illegally. So now law-abiding citizens who want to protect themselves because, God forbid, we get rid of the Second Amendment, they can't get a gun.
2: Right. But here's the thing. I mean, background checks in this country are not always required to buy a gun, right? So, of course, you're going to have poor enforcement and legal loopholes when when that happens. But right. this, this, I don't even want to call him a kid, this animal who went in there and took these innocent lives had those guns legally. I mean that lunatic was able to go into a store and buy those two Uh, uh, – I mean it's it's, – you have to take the guns off the street. That's the first step. Look, they did it – there's this great thing that they did in Australia. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but it was a really fascinating thing that happened there. They confiscated like guns throughout the country. They had this buyback program. And it saved lives. The numbers don't lie. Look, numbers do not lie. We throw all our political arguments and partisan arguments, but numbers don't lie. In Australia, they did this. When there was a mass shooting, they basically took all the guns off the street, and they bought them back. Anyone who had a gun legally, that fair market value it was mandatory. It wasn't optional, okay? They didn't allow people to buy guns as easily anymore. They, there were background checks that were strident and, and really strict. Um, and and, and they, they presented a legal amnesty for anyone who had illegal guns, which is basically, you're not going to go to jail. You won't be prosecuted. Give us the guns now and it worked i mean it absolutely worked It reduced gun violence in australia demonstrably and, and that's what needs to happen here guns happen joe joe guys. joe
0: if somebody offered this kid that that opportunity he ain't giving his guns back buddy he ain't giving him back. He wanted to kill. Well, he doesn't them. have to. It's
2: not. No, no. He bought those guns legally, so they would know he bought those guns. It's not an option for him. It's okay. not an option. They take him back. That's the law. We have to do something in this country, guys. Listen, we can talk about all the, you know, the rights of people who should have. I know Bo and I talked about this yesterday, and Bo has his gun everywhere he goes, and and whatnot. And you know, I'm not. I don't think any one of us is worried about Bo, you know, getting involved in a mass shooting, right? But so Bo's a guy with a former law enforcement officer. Maybe I should have the right to walk around with a gun, but why? If anyone, if no one had guns, I mean, really, and and that we have to start somewhere. Otherwise, we're going to be in this vicious cycle that's never going to end because, as Bernie said, there's a, 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 a rotten to the core issue in our society today. And he's right, the wilding, the breaking windows, I mean, destroying their own communities. When you see these these, these protests in communities where they're stealing from themselves, I mean, it is it's absolutely – Discussing what's happening, this country is in trouble, guys. Uh, and I, I know you guys have been saying that for a while. This country is in trouble.
1: It really is. And uh, November 2022 may not be the, the all end all, but it's going to be a, a start because down in Washington yesterday, contributing to the disrespect for authority. I mean, and the disrespect to, for law enforcement. You had uh, this, this imbecile in chief, this really, this evil man, as Sid calls him, this Joe Biden. He actually. Because it was the two-year anniversary of the George Floyd death, he didn't let that massacre in Texas uh, stop him from postponing signing an executive order, continuing to demonize police, taking away the right of federal police officers in this case, but symbolically he's talking about all police officers. He took away their ability to use uh, chokeholds, you know, the, the diaphragm, uh, uh, the ability to, to compress their chest. These perps, these crazy violent uh, perps, and also. Uh, He took away their ability to use these uh, uh, military-style, you know, weaponry before it goes to the scrap heap. The military has a lot of excess uh, of military stuff that they're going to throw out that the police departments across the country could very well use. Also, no-knock warrants. He took away the ability of of federal law enforcement to use no-knock warrants. So the police now, at least on a federal level and, and certain municipalities on a local level, They're going to have to knock on the door and say, hey, uh, excuse me, in there, we have a warrant for your arrest. We're going to come in in about five seconds, okay? And then, of course, they're going to be met with a hail of gunfire as they they enter. So Joe Biden contributing to this atmosphere of lawlessness, appraising the riots, believe it or not, saying that the riots in 2020 actually united us. I mean, yeah, we are in big trouble when we have the uh, president of the United States, uh, for uh, this guy Joe Biden, for the next two and a half years, a guy who would sign an executive order like that on a day yesterday, two days after a massacre.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, he is, look, you guys know how I feel about him. Bernie, you're right. I mean, he is not fit. He's just not fit. I mean, that's the, the bottom line. And I agree with you. The timing was was distasteful. But um, some of the things, first of all, it was more symbolic than, than, than a, a sexual because this is federal law enforcement officers. Most federal law enforcement officers don't, do no not warrants, okay, or any warrants. I mean, that's really on the the local level where, you know, when when people are are, are issuing search warrants, um, judges are issuing search warrants to to law enforcement, it's normally the local police, the state police, or the FBI, of course. Um, Generally, generally, you know, not an issue that's going to arise frequently. But that being said, that being said, you're right. It's, I mean, the only thing I agree with is the issue of, of the chokeholds. I mean, chokeholds are not necessary and should not be used because they do lead to deaths. I mean, even the most most ardent defenders of the police, Pat Pat Lynch, the NYPD you know, uh, union boss, he, he's someone who said, look, chokeholds are necessary. And he called the guy in, who, who killed George Floyd a murderer, and he was. And what that guy did to cops across this world— is is horrific the damage that one individual caused because we all know that 95 99 percent of the cops out there are good cops and and risk their lives every day to keep our community safe and if you can't accept that then you're just an idiot
0: agreed but let me say something okay i know garner died i know this guy that wasn't a chokehold the guy had his foot on his neck for nine minutes you cannot in any shape or form physically limit the cops from doing anything they have to do it's easy for us to say you're wearing a suit and tie in a court and i'm wearing a suit and tie inside a radio station this guy's going up to some some whacked out criminal choke him beat him in the face do what you got to do to get him down so you i couldn't disagree with you more doesn't mean you kill the guy don't leave your, your foot on his neck for nine minutes but don't limit the cops any way physically to get these criminal bastards to the floor
2: Okay, I, I agree with you except for Chokehold. Sid, chokeholds. Since are, chokeholds are not part of
0: law, uh, you know, by train. the way, both Deedle used, Bo used chokeholds. Both Deedle used chokeholds. By his own now, admission, but between... he never Bo, killed anybody. Well, he never killed anybody.
2: Face when he was them. Well, good. Look good. I different world. Good. I, 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 Okay, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm talking about chokeholds. They lead to deaths that lead to riots. They
0: don't. No, they don't. For every thousand times, hey, Joe, for every thousand times a cop puts a guy in a chokehold, they die once, Garner, because he was fat and had issues, or because of George Floyd because it was nine minutes. Nobody dies from putting a chokehold for a minute or two minutes. Chokeholds are fine. Stop limiting the cops. Let them do whatever they got to do to get these criminal bastards to the ground.
2: I'm with you with the cops. So you know I defend cops and represent cops. And I'm the first to say, look, you and I said, you talk about our ties. Me, you, Bernie, all of us, we go to work every day hoping we have a good day at work. Police officers go to work every day hoping they come home. True. Okay? True. Big, Thank big you. difference. But, but, chokeholds, I will never agree with chokeholds because they're not necessary. You can get guys down. Come on. Sid. There's other ways to get guys down without a chokehold. Chokeholds lead, that they don't train them in the academies. Even the police hierarchy do not approve chokeholds.
1: In the heat of the moment, you can't say, oh, well, oh, oh, I can't employ this chokehold. Exactly. Let me switch to another tactic. Exactly. You can't do that in a split second. No. You just can't. And you want – the chokeholds lead to the well, ability of police officers to go home at night. Right. And, and maybe maybe mm, other yeah, hurt, but –
2: but you just said it's the heat of the moment. And when, when chokeholds happen in the heat of the moment, things get out of hand, and that's how people get hurt. And no. it's just, you don't need it. You don't need it. All to right, we did.
0: Let's agree to disagree on that. Me and Bernie believe you got to get a guy down, do whatever it takes. Hit him with a freaking bat. I don't give a rat's ass. I'm sick and tired of worrying about criminals. Uh, let's move on sure. to something else. You just won another case, and this one joseph i mean you you go you take these cases which which don't look good quite frankly when you take them and then you win them which is a testament to what a tremendous attorney you are and you are the best i say that right now my wife's a great defense attorney so it's already you're the best the best ever maybe uh and this last case i believe you got the verdict back in what 30 minutes
2: yeah it was a six-week trial um this poor guy and he was innocent and it was the right verdict but you know he was facing a mandatory five years without the chance of parole he's a, a, a this this nice sixty plus year old guy who who hit someone with his vehicle or I should say the individual ran into the side of his vehicle and he kept going he didn't know and and the guy died so you know the only reason they found him by the way is he called 911 two days later when he saw on television the 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 press release that had a, a grainy photo of his car but here's the thing um you know It is something that really shocked me because six weeks of trial, the jury had 30 minutes. It took them 10 minutes to get back to the jury room and get the exhibits. (laughs) They came back literally within 30 minutes of of the judge, you know, dismissing them and letting them retire to begin deliberations. So was a verdict note. And at first, you know, Chad called me and I was in in my car. I went outside to just wind down a little bit and take a breath. And and he said, come back and we have a verdict. And I said said to Chad, if this is one of your, we have a verdict jokes. Right. You know, I have to come back <laughs> in the courtroom, get, go through the metal detector again. I will kill you. So don't, you know, it's, it's 20 minutes since we left that house. The, the jury left. And he's like, the, the, we have a verdict. And so, you know, I knew at that point there was no yeah, way yeah. there was a conviction right. in twenty minutes on something so serious. But right. yeah, it was a great it was a great result for this guy. Well, he good was, for you. He good. was innocent and, and it was yeah, it was a nice win.
0: By the way, Joe was talking about his uh, partner Chad Siegel, not our beloved and esteemed boss, Chad Lopez. As always
2: his daughter I met yesterday, by the way, who's a great doing a great job as a producer for Bo's One Tough Podcast. That's pretty cool. Oh, you met
0: Gabby. Yep. Yeah, yeah she's absolutely. she's awesome. She's awesome. She's terrific. Yeah. Yeah. And so are you, Joe. Thank you for another really, really good appearance. Uh, Bernie and I both love you desperately. Congratulations on your latest win. And we'll do this again very, very soon. You're the best. Thank you, brother. Okay,
2: brothers. Thank you, guys. All right. Take, take care. care
0: Joe. There he is, Joseph Tacapina. Still two more hours to go, including Lydia. Reports beat Bernie and Miranda Divine.